Yo, this is Art of Architect with More Than Haircut Podcast. Got my boy Reggie Jr. in the building. What's up, bro? Man, what is going on, brother? We, you said you were looking crazy as hell. I got you. <laughs> look, look, look. I don't know why I pulled my hairline out. Let me put that whole bag in. Let me put that whole bag in. <laughs> Man, what's on? Um, I need to call him. Come on, right quick. Now, what's been going on during this quarantine time for you, bro? Man, what you uh, what you looking at on your screen right now? You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of it's a lot it's a lot beyond the uh, beyond the curtain, though. You know what I mean? Because being yeah. being creatives and being artists, uh, it, it, it you have to find your cheat. You have to find your balance uh, of feeling like, man, I'm not doing enough, or I'm doing as much as I can, or you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm just playing fucking up. <laughs> so, like, as a creative and an artist. People used to making their money with, you know, say other people. Mm-hmm. We we learning a whole new thing. I mean, even what we doing right now, we learning that 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 prehistoric way of thinking. You can still do it. You still got to touch humanity, but you also got to be in touch with whatever this is. What we doing right now? Because man, a lot of people finna come out of this quarantine smartened up than they were before. If they if they want they want to use the tools. One thing I can say, I definitely agree, bro. Like. I I was just farming yesterday. We were setting up a, a farmland. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's not something that I would normally say. Is that just static on here? No, I'm good to go. Oh, okay. It just sounds like it was, you know, yeah. We got yeah. We got to do a Zoom. You know, you can't have a Zoom teleconference without some yeah, looking like looking like Teddy Riley. This whole like you can hear me. <laughs> you can hear me. Hey man, don't fuck, don't fuck with Taylor Riley, man. I feel like hold that. on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me let me go check my shit in the back. Hold on, let me. Go. <laughs> you got you. You can hear that, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, turn turn the sound up a little bit more. Turn the sound up a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> that man had a, man had a full. And they had a full fledged concert for no reason, bro. But no, but 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 it was for a reason. It's like man, this generation is so crazy because I don't knock them. No, no, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm going to say is, like, I think it was, like, uh, one of those, like, famous old Stephanie Mills or something, mm. like, tweeted out that, you know, this doesn't define, it's all right, Teddy, it's all right, this doesn't define your legacy. You know, I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? Look, memes are defining niggas' legacies now. That's niggas right. are terrified of memes. And that man, he was like, I saw your memes. Whenever I heard Michael Jordan talk about being like, Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it's like, he went big because, first of all, I mean, people know Teddy Riley's songs, but how many of these new young motherfuckers know Teddy Riley? You know what I mean? How many, like, I just found out motherfuckers don't know who Elvis is no more. Who, like, this generation don't care. You know what I mean? Like the songs ain't prevalent. So Teddy Riley, like, man, I'm gonna get my man. You know, you got five hundred thousand people watching, including people that might not know who you are. Oh, yeah. and, and if you want to be one of the greats, you go. I I liked the angle he went at. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the, but it was too much for that platform. But I liked the. That's how you get to be one of the coldest niggas ever. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm gonna do a concert. Oh, I had you. <laughs> but, that, but but what was dope though? What was dope? Uh, like I I was I was referencing the fact that I was doing some farming yesterday. It's not something that is in my background per se. But my grandparents used to you know they used to have they used to grow all kinds of uh, spinach and 
uh, lettuce and all kinds of stuff at the house, carrots and everything. Right. But it's not something that we always did. I wanted to, but it just didn't happen like that, man. But I'm, um, I'm definitely maybe, glad. Maybe huh. I don't think the powers that be want you to be doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think learn, about the powers that be. Learning about that more as far as just, we, we've been talking about the stock exchange and stocks and shares yeah. and, and all this terminology we throwing around, but I'm pretty sure Tyson Foods, Tyson Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> don't want you out there starting the farm and then because they like, hey, we got Tyson chicken farm. I think so you need to go ahead and get this chicken. So uh, uh something like chicken. I don't think it's chicken no more. No. Uh, I mean it's under it's understandable, but I what I was referencing too was it's a book. Uh see, I don't know if you can see this shot. Can you see that? Yeah, I got it. So it's a book by this chick named Alex Wolf. And um her father Introduce her to technology when she was young. So it, it really um it really weighed on me because my brother actually introduced me to the chick. And then once she once she introduced me, it was like I had introduced my brother to this dude named Idris. So once he introduced me, I was like, man, it's gonna be a dope book. It's gonna be a dope, you know, it was a dope interview that they had. And I was like, let me, let me, let me buy the book. And I actually bought it for my as well as myself. That's dope. Yeah, it is. So, 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 I mean, like, as far as, do you feel like that are really, uh, during this quarantine time, is that really, your mind already was elevated. Let me act like I don't, stop acting like I don't know. No, cool. really cool. outside the box. But during this time, do you find yourself taking in more non-technological things like, you know what I'm saying? Or you get the information, then you go find the books, and is that helping you elevate? You know what I'm saying during this time? Well, it's been a it's been a lot that I've been doing. From uh, it's a guy by the name of Antoine Digital. He um the brother went to prison, but while he was in prison, he learned coding. So when he learned coding, he started learning how to do a website and all kinds of other stuff. And from there, it was like, okay, let me let me get into a coding class. This was before the quarantine thing had started. This was like last year. So I got into the code. I got started, but I didn't get completed with the class. Yeah. But after that, I was like, he had a video game class that came up. I was like, damn, I'm gonna go ahead and learn how to do the video game. And that was right, right when the whole quarantine thing was starting off and popping off about code. So in the midst of that, one of my neighbors in the area was like, I'm farming. You know what I'm saying? He got from Ghana. And I was like, I had already always had an interest in, in gardening because I went vegan years ago, tried it, it worked for me. I, I felt it, I, I, I felt it in my body, in my mind, spirit, and everything. So when he said, you know, I'm over here on a farm, I'm like, shit, just let me know. I knock on the door, I'll come over there and help out. So I've been I've been managing time to be able to do that. Normally, I probably would be at the shop or I would be at work. So this downtime, I've been painting, I've been I've been drawing, I've been driving, been recording music. Like it just made me some some more inner inner reflection, even watching videos and, and reading more. You know what I'm saying? Which I was always reading, but now it's like. Con it's consuming to the point. I'm ready to produce on my own. Thing. 
Right. Yeah. And then you, it's like, it's funny you brought up uh, being vegan and how you felt in your spirit. Because vegan, that's why your hair grow like that, right? <laughs> your hair, like your hair. I'm looking at your shit hey. coming from your camp, like some style show, but like, see, I'm not vegan. I eat plenty. <laughs> I mean, I've been growing my hair at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, I'm not vegan. So if I go vegan, I'm definitely going to grow a fro. You were bald when the quarantine started. When you were bald. Nah, like, you don't start. Yeah. 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 Jay Z, you you had a regular season, and that that was the month it started. It was hey, been a month. Hey, my hair do grow fast like that though, for real. My whole hair like, boy, your hair grow fast. You know, your hair grow big all the time, bro. Like, but yeah, man, this is a uh, this is cool, man. I, I like what we doing right here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad you invited me on. You know, I got I got my own podcast that a nigga has launched and not done shit with, and then launched again and. Not done shit with, so it's, I think it's time to go ahead and launch that hoe and do something with it. You know, three times, third time's a charm, yeah, uh, yeah. so they say. Whoever they is, so I appreciate you being on mine. And I got my shit coming up. Uh, I got, I guess I gotta get Zoom. I got because I kind of like the little split screen. You know what I'm saying? I like. I mean, you can you can do Zoom or like you know just tap in on Anchor and send me a link, and I can I can always chime in from the microphone. Gotcha. Put the headphones in. We can just go at it, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. Shout out to Highlight Ahead too, man. I see the the the, the gear on. I want to go ahead and get my personal uh backing for that. I gotta get my Highlight Ahead, new design, new shirt, doing some big things, man. We uh we trying to come out of this whole situation way better than we went in. I, you know I, what I mean? I agree. And I, you know, like I think it's just a shout out to, to everybody that's been involved with us the past 20 years or so or more. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like you know, it's something that I've been wanting to do as a collector for a minute, but now it's like it becomes dire in everybody's life. And once it does, everybody wants to step up and be a part of it. You can't. Well, I think, I think having a, 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 time, a checkpoint in the timeline is big, too, for certain things like this. Like you said, all this time you've been trying to get it together. Well, we've been uh, discussing it uh, together having this checkpoint in time, in history, where everybody has the same checkpoint. Cause that's the thing, you know what I mean? Like we all went in at this point damn near at the same time, or right around the same time. Right. And we gonna come out of it somewhere similar around the same time for people who come out of it. So I think this checkpoint in history is a big deal. That's why I said going, coming out a lot better than you come in. We all came in at the same time. So it really ain't no excuses. Cause sometimes your checkpoint might be June 2016, where you was like, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Another nigga checkpoint didn't come for two years later, but by that time, you got frustrated. You know what I'm saying? You just like, well, I'm doing what I'm doing now. But this right here, you're right. It's the perfect time to yeah. uh, go in and come out. Because once you, once you look at it, and, and I had to realize it too, it's like, I can point fingers all day. Or I can say, let me get my shit to go. And as I get my shit together, this will give me time to get work out. Any kinks that I've, I've had to learn from, whether it was investing too much money or whatever, now I can come back and say, this is something that I learned. This is something that I bring to the table. So it's, it's more or less like, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. You getting bad feedback? 
I, I mean, I hear so I hear some over your uh, I hear like the feedback over your career, but I I hear it fine. I don't have any problems. Well, hold on, right quick. Uh, maybe you don't know I got this in my arsenal. Do me, say me tonight. Can you hear me? Can you, uh, y'all hear me? All right. Hold on. I, I Hold on, man. Hold on, man. These ones fucking up my audio. Hello. Yo. Yeah, we good to go. Man, you good? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I like that though. Yeah, yeah, man. This that's called a callback in comedy. That's called a callback. You know what I mean? But shout, shout out to those two legends. I know we ain't talking about we, we you know whatever episode this is, whatever you gonna label it. Probably like. This season, like episode fifty, bro. This, you know, that's what's yeah. the most, bro. Like, yeah, just glad that I've been able to be consistent. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that's, that's, gotta, and that's the most important thing. Self, self scoreboards are very important. Yeah, right. that's, that's something that I've been uh, been on real tough, man. Keeping your own scoreboard. Your it's called an internal score uh, scoreboard, is what I call it. You know what I'm saying? The world can have they score for you. You know what I'm saying? A nigga outside of your circle can look and be like, man, this nigga is seven and thirty-two in his career. When <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, your record sheet, or he down by fifteen right now in the, in the second quarter. I don't go. I got my own internal score clock. So when I come off the stage from doing whatever I do, or battling, or comedy, or whatever it is. When I even with this, you know what I mean. When I go back and grade myself on this, this was a win for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I came out of it, I I came in, didn't know what to expect, knocked it out, got something productive out of it. That's a win. So you can't let other people dictate your internal scoreboard. Like on my sheet, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a lot. Why should we, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna buy a lot. Whether you whether whether people see it or not, you you got to know where you at, and you got to be real with yourself. Cause when I you like lose. That. When you lose, like you gotta be real. You gotta be like, ah, shit, that is, uh, uh. But 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 be true to whatever your score clock is, man. If you know you up, don't let a nigga tell you you are not up. <laughs> like, cause you got you got to stay full. Cause if you start listening to everybody telling you you losing, you are gonna find yourself jumping off the fucking bridge one day. And that ain't that ain't what a nigga trying to do at all. So like, would you keep reiterating scoreboard? Yeah. You gotta chime in on this Michael Jordan shit. Oh wow! Michael, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say like, I'm not gonna say debate and all that because to me it's not a debate because it's different eras, it's different, it's different things during the approach of like time. So yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, it's all it's all subjective. Uh, that's why that, that combo is so. That's why it's so polarizing. That's why it get motherfuckers in their feelings and it get people going because. You said it's not a debate. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. for for the people who care, and everybody cares in some form because we all grew up with this. We all grew yeah. up with what our thought process was. You know what I mean? And yeah. I grew up watching Michael Jordan. I didn't watch. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch. Uh, no, no help on my team, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch that nigga because I just wouldn't watch. I didn't start watching basketball until 1991. I was like 10. Oh, for real. Yeah, like, like I caught, I, like I caught on real late. You know what I mean? I would see this shit on, but I was, I was a Transformers He Man ass nigga. I was on my cartoons. I was on my, my. I love, I love uh, movies, comedy movies. Yeah. That was my shit. Police Academy. Like I was real into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Stand up comedy. But 1991, 
I never forget. I was at a, the Big Star. It was a Big Star grocery store. Over I remember Southgate, Southgate Shopping Center. I never forget it. We were going out the back door, me and my grandma. Uh -huh. And uh, it was a nigga selling bootleg shirts. And I didn't even know what a bootleg shirt was. The only shirts and t-shirts I had seen was in the stores. I was, I was new to the shit. And he had a bootleg shirt. And it was like the little uh, drawings of Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson. Mm. And Magic Johnson had a top hat on and a wand and a cape. And I love Magic. And mm. I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. And the other dude just had wings on his shoes and his tongue out of his mouth. And I was like, okay, who, you know, who is this? So that intrigued me. I ended up watching the finals that year. I want to say I watched game five because I think the Bulls won in five. And I was going for Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? Because I was like, this it turns out he's still one of my favorite players to this day because I do sports before I do sports. I was like, this nigga, is, I don't think there's a lot of people like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, like, I, I knew enough to go to most of the point guards I had seen was little guys. Yeah. And this nigga was tall. And, yeah, and this is 1991 magic. This is right before AIDS magic. You know what I'm saying? And I was kind of amazed. I was before, too. Right, and then Jordan won me over too, cause I was like, "Oh, that's a dude with the with the wings on his shoes." And I, they won, and he cried. And then the next year, I watched the NBA the whole '92 season, so right. I saw the Bulls go all the way through, play Portland, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" And I yeah. like I like matchups, yeah. so I like seeing they had Clyde the Glide, they had Michael Air yeah. Jordan. Yeah. So once again, I went for Jordan. The year that was the year he hit the eight threes. Right. The first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm very. I that's the joint I grew up with. From okay. 90, you know what I'm saying? Ninety-one. So, so like, and, you know, and he's great. He's, I mean, he's great. What hurts Jordan's, uh, the Jordan fans to me. You know what I mean? That, and that's what it come down to: who you love, who your fans are. What hurts Jordan fans' arguments to me is they say what he would have been in this era, and this is what actually helps Kobe fans. In my mind, Jordan would have been Kobe. Like, they would have been the same. Kobe ended up averaging 25 points a game for his career. 25 points and five, you know, some rebound. 25 points even. I think Jordan would have been that now. You know what I'm saying? And niggas be like, oh, no, no hand chicken. No hand chicken. And da -da -da -da. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. I think that's what that Jordan would have been in this era because athleticism, is what separated Jordan at his time. It was just like what separated Wilt at his time. We talk about you can't compare the eras. Well, we got to. And we're we going to have these arguments. If niggas want to have these arguments, yeah, we got to. Now I want to have an argument. But, but that's what I'm saying. They they do, but they just want to go, man, it's about rings. My nigga was undefeated when it came. Like, everybody can alter their argument how they want to to say they do the best. Because there's a nigga right now that you can't tell. It's a. It's a Seventy-nine-year-old nigga right now, and you is not finna tell Bill Russell with the coldest. Man, can't none of these niggas fuck with Bill. You can't tell it. That's a valid. That's a valid argument. Just like when you brought up the whole thing with the handshake. I always felt like you know what I'm saying. The rules, the rules of engagement, and the rules of the game. They favor the players now. So I do feel like he probably would have got a, a, a bunch of um he probably would have got a bunch of calls, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to have a free throws, you know what I'm saying? Like even like Kevin Durant had mentioned it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying that he couldn't he couldn't play in this era. I don't I I personally don't think 
some of the players that play in this era could have played in. Not off of, not off of uh, skill. I just right. think off of, off of the, the physical. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot. It's, 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 some, <clears throat> it's some players that transcend NFL regardless. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I guess that's why I'm, I'm really just trying to focus on that. But what you just said was so real because you, what, did, what, what did you just infer? You just said the uh, they couldn't they couldn't deal with the physicality of now. Yeah, they could. Like you said, like you said, it was a, it was a much more physical game because like the Lakers was physical with the Celtics. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because I, I watched I watched it since I was small. Right. So I saw Isaiah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I had to go back and watch the highlights. So I do like I ain't just nigga up here like I didn't watch. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of the history. So don't you think the physical? And this, this something I just want to caveat or just uh, throw this in as you finish. The physicality, you don't think that the mentality has something to do with that as well? Like you said, but think you would have. To, but what I'm saying is adaptability is key. Now, is it easier to adapt a different mind state? Now, now we talking different. We talking decent. Different. Yeah. To adapt a different mind state, or or just get more physical, because athleticism to me transcends. If you, if I have a quicker first step than you, yeah. I have a quicker first step than you. Yeah, I, am, I, I, am, I, but but it's like if I get that first step drive and get clothesline by Kurt motherfucking Rambis, yeah. am I still gonna take that first step? Yeah. And, and, and that's the balance. I that's, feel like that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying as far as like we don't have teams like we had, like I was saying, the Lakers. And it was the Lakers and the Celtics. Right. It became the Pistons. Then it went from the Pistons to the Bulls. The Bulls had to face the Knicks. Like that was some that was some physical basketball. I'm not saying that the players couldn't handle it. Well, what, I, but that's, what that's, what that's, made, that's the argument. That what made, made, but I'm saying what made what made Jordan great to me was Magic and Bird saved the NBA. They saved the NBA at a time where like they were showing this shit on on replay and relay. Yeah, we always do that part. The part that got me is motherfucker was smoking squares and timeouts and doing cold yeah, in the yeah. Like the NBA was a cesspool. It's still niggas shooting off. Don't think niggas ain't shooting off. And it did, but with the corporate structure involved, they're not doing lines in the bathroom and bringing in hookers and tape delaying the game. So yeah, we we know that they Magic and Birds say the black and the white racial dynamic, the East Coast, West Coast, everything lined up perfectly for them two cats to save the league. Jordan Jordan picked it up, and ever since then there's always been a torch, torch bearers. Ain't you know like bearers I mean? now, you know what I'm saying? Like, bearers, right? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just being a being a former player and like knowing the levels that I played on and seeing like politics and all of that. What I what I didn't like is that it was a dude. He mentioned on Facebook. He went to school with me, and I ain't on college now because I ain't gonna give I ain't gonna give his ass no shine. I feel like a rapper right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. But he just made mention that. MJ wasn't the greatest. It was the fact that he was the greatest marketed NBA player. And I was like, I feel where you're coming from as far as marketing, because marketing has to do with business. But even 
even your when your contemporaries say you great, like Dave Chappelle, his contemporaries are saying he's one of the greatest. Yeah. When your contemporaries say you great from playing against you and having to deal with it, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 wait. Again, are you saying that he's the greatest of all time? Because that's where that, that argument is always gonna that's always gonna be skewed. That's what I, I think. I feel I feel, but I'm saying like I feel like I feel like he's the greatest from a, how he dominated the game. You know what I'm saying? As a player, from like you said, mental being a shooting guard and like like really playing in this in this in the era that he did and to and to dominate how he did over time. I I give him I give him the greatest. Right. I, say, I say I say Kobe was a great. I say LeBron is great too. Like I'm not gonna, I can never right. take that greatness. Even Bill Russell, even Kareem. Like I think personally, and I've said this before, LeBron James is Scotty Pippen and Magic Johnson is one. He's a great all-around player. He's the greatest all-around player ever to me. So, so, and 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 to me that. <laughs> That all around, we, we can stop the conversation then. To me, you can't have the greatest of all time and then the greatest all around of all time. It's like, no, no, no. Like, if we just want to say, if we want to say the mentality, because that's what people always want to go with. They want to go with Jordan's psycho, like, every, nothing mattered but the win. Like, that's that's fine. That's, that's, that's a form. But to me, that ain't the only thing that should distinguish him from being the greatest of all time. Because we want to talk about strong mentalities. Man, whenever I get to this point, and, and, I, and I am pro-LeBron in this, because I've seen both of them in their primes. You know what I'm saying? In their primes, I've seen it physically with my own eyes. I always give LeBron the advantage mentality-wise, because the way I look at it, nobody, in NBA history has ever had that amount of pressure put on them from day one. And I don't mean day one in the league. I'm talking about day one from the moment we saw him to the moment now. Nobody. So you want to talk about LeBron soft mentally or he don't want to take over the game. No, no, I'm talking about he don't want to take over the game or he don't have that mamba mentality. I've heard all these different arguments and to me they don't way up to a 13-year-old nigga to go from 13 to 35. Well, and, I, I ain't seen him at the, I saw him, I say 15. Well, the first time a nigga saw him on Sports Illustrated, first time I saw him, I think he was going into his junior year of high school. So yeah, 15. We talking about 20 years, yeah. two decades, simultaneously of either people loving you or wishing the worst on you. Yeah. Every time you pick up and play the game that you were destined to do. Like, nobody's ever went through that. Yeah. Ever. So, you, the, the Jordan, the psycho, like, it's something wrong with LeBron. If you want to use, uh, I mean, he has a sociopathic nature as a, as a plus for him. Well, I got to look at a nigga who have been in a fishbowl since he was a teenager. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't mean just like, like Jonathan Bender, Al Harrington, shout out to these niggas who could, went straight from high school to the NBA. Jermaine O'Neal, shout out to all them niggas. But you never, but they never had this. Nobody's at Jordan didn't have this. You, we we watching the documentary now, the last days. Jordan, he didn't sneak up on people, but man, with social, 
social media, social media, the times that we living in, man, ain't nobody dealt with what dude dealt with. And to make it to eight straight. Uh, yeah. so, so, so in my I mind, like, I'm always had, I feel like if Jordan had social media, it would definitely be a different story. Because everybody don't want to take pictures. But it's like a lot of that shit was guarded. A lot of the behind the scenes was guarded yeah. until now. So yeah, again, you like, yeah, yeah, you're so, right. Here. So again, like, I'm a, I'm saying greatness of all time is an all-around player because it's going to be an argument with me on who is the greatest three-point shooter. You know what I'm saying? I might say Reggie Miller. might say Steph Curry. Might say Larry Bird, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I feel I feel like LeBron, like I said, LeBron is great. When I'm when I'm speaking, I'm speaking of on the court and mentality and playing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's where I'm coming from. I'm not I'm not necessarily like, oh yeah, definitely like definitely the nigga got pressure. Like if if he didn't have no pressure, I don't think it would have built him to be the man that he is. You know, no different than like but not, it's like, about having the pressure, it's about succeeding oh, with yeah. the pressure. Like, and, and that's why that's why succeeding, they like, if a nigga undefeated in the finals, like nobody ever touched it. That's cool. I get that. But but it's more or less like when I when I'm speaking, I'm speaking of on the court play. You know what I'm saying? I mean I can't I, I can't but, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. On the court, on the court. But I'm saying I I can't do nothing but respect this game. Whether he win or lose, I'm a LeBron fan regardless. Right, right. Yeah, ain't nobody saying you're not. What, I, what I'm I, saying I, I, is, I know you're not. But I'm yeah, saying, I'm like, saying okay. but I'm, I'm still saying, like, for me, I give Jordan one. I give Kobe two. And I give LeBron three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if my mind makes no I'm sense. And if my mind that list makes no sense. I feel like, it. I feel like, it. Because in my yeah. mind, I'm like, how is, how is the nigga who was trying to be the other nigga go finish number two to the nigga? Like, what like I, you know, that don't make sense to me. I mean, I, I feel that this is this comes from a player that's – I'm saying, like, I done played against – you know what I'm saying? I done played. I done ran up against me. I done – it's been up and down. And to even – I'm going back to the contemporary, too, when I'm speaking to Like, cats that made to a, a higher level than me that have played against all three of these dudes. But that's what I'm talking about. We all that's that's the that's the yeah, that's I the know, basis. I know, I know. What I'm saying is that's the basis we all use in our combo on. Because I know you keep saying you hoop. I hoop too. Of course, I didn't play in Division One yeah, basketball, yeah. but I have ran up and down the court against niggas like I have played <laughs> against Division One niggas. I done beat Division One niggas in one on one. That's what I'm saying. So I ain't trying to. I say I'm the coldest non-hooping shooting ass nigga of all time. Like if it's a nigga who's not a hooper. They can shoot. I am that nigga. Four for five from three. You know, eighty percent from three for my career in a real game. I'm just like, well, we we even talk. We even we even we even, even a pissing contest. This so we even go accolades. All we can go on is what niggas say. And I know Larry Bird say that wasn't a Michael Jordan. That was God disguised as Michael Jordan. I saw all this shit. But LeBron contemporary, like I've watched. The both these folks, you couldn't shut Jordan down because just like I said, that like you couldn't short it, shut him down because he was so crazy about his craft that he developed. You know what I'm saying? He put in effort. That fadeaway jumper was unstoppable. I remember in his prime, you could if he got that hole in the mid post, it was over with. You would just wait on him to turn around. He might miss that hole, but for the most part, he gonna nail that hole. But when you look at somebody like LeBron on the court, 
on the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unstoppable. Put him on a one. Put him on a five. Defensively, that's the that gives me the edge on the court, LeBron. Of like defensively, I can switch from the one to the five, and then on offense, I can play from the one to the five. Do you understand basketball wise? That is a that's why he's the greatest. Ba- he's the greatest basketball player I've ever seen because I've never seen anybody do that in basketball with the pressure, with the success. So we go pressure, defense, skill. So that's why I have like. That's what that's what a part of my thing is too. Like as 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 a great, once you see, once you smell blood to me, and this is just me playing ball, I'm six eight. I'm rocking, I'm rocking a baby to sleep in the post. I'm finna, I'm gonna dominate from the post. I'm just saying, like, me, me knowing that I have a strength to dominate. Sometimes I don't see it from LeBron. I'm not saying that he's going to take the shot. But there's one I, that's one basketball instance you just said. I, 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 but I'm not done. But with the, he got flaws. I think his flaws are more that the system, his system matters more to him. That's his flaw to me as a person who in that second <laughs> to look at it. His, yeah. his, his, his flaw is like Jordan had the triangle. He saw what the triangle did. And he like, let's do this triangle. Kobe saw the triangle, said this is what it is. My other coach, you can't come with LeBron with the triangle. Because LeBron gonna be like, I don't work in the triangle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put me in a put me in a one four set. Let me run. You know what I mean? That's yeah. his flaw to me. The fact that he is not adaptable to I'm not I'm not necessarily saying I'm talking about I'm talking about a game on the line. I'm talking about he don't want some games. He done made some, some, some shots. He done made a lot he of them. Said, but when I'm when I'm saying what I'm speaking on is like certain times when I watch and certain adjustments that didn't get made that I feel like should have make them go ahead and make them. Not saying that like all right, what what's this record in the in the finals? Because I ain't, I'm not even bringing that. Yeah, yeah, I think the record is three and six. That he got three rings. I ain't got none. You know what I'm saying? I, I right. have none. So I can't, you know, I can't, I can't complain about it. But what I can see as far as like dominance, he dominant in the post on these on these cats that you want against. Bring your bring your free throw, free throw game. Bring that shit. So you don't think LeBron has developed a post game that is up there with what with some of the greats? I've well, heard I, people I, say about his break. Like, but you gotta think about it. when he goes to the post, who do they throw on it? They'll throw a center on it. So yeah, now I, you got you I, are, so now you on LeBron to force his action against a center. That ain't what he do. But when he has a, a smaller person on him, I've seen this dude go to the post, and I've seen him post niggas up. And then the other team makes an adjustment, and then he makes an adjustment back. Now you're going to put the big on me at the top, and now I'm going to take the big off the dribble. Or I'm going to drive, get the defense to collapse, and I'm going to kick it to the right man. I've always felt like that knock on LeBron don't hold water. You know what I'm saying? He makes adjustments during the game. Now, just because he ain't a killer, you know what that's, I'm saying? That's, that's like I've seen that's, him do it. I've seen him do it. I'm saying too. Like to me, the the I, I agree with what I was saying in the post, and I also agree with with the killer, the killer instant. Right. Like drive that shit home. I I feel like that's one thing to to me that was a, a knock. If if I say anything. Yeah. 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 Killer instant. But it's like. 
So that's subjective. Like you can't measure, you can't measure killer instinct. Now I think that's what they, like, like that's I, I, all, I, that's I, all, because to me, I've seen him be, a, I've that's seen the, that's, the, that's the argument though, you know what I'm saying? But well, that's a debate, you good. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just like it's a, in all this debate. But it's just like, how do you measure that? Because I've seen this dude be a killer before. I see him going to Boston Garden at the at the at the height of the Heatles. You know what I'm saying? If they don't make it back to the fight after losing in the fight, after not having their killer instinct against Dallas, mm-hmm. and, and let's not and let's not bullshit here because we can talk. Oh, no. I want to keep it on this level, but we all know, all right. we yeah, all know this. We all know it's room up and above that it's fuck shit that go on behind the scenes right. and some of this shit too. Jay, right. put it this way, James Harden, the league MVP, only shot the ball 13 times in a game seven one year with a chance to go to the finals. I'm not gonna call that nigga weak because that's not even weak. That, that's something else going on. But nobody wants to discuss that because it gets down the rabbit hole and I get it. But like they lost to Dallas the year before. That, that next year they come back and they gotta beat Boston in Boston in game six. I've seen whatever folks say he doesn't do enough, he's done it. And and that's what I'm saying. What's what's enough? What's enough? I mean that's that's where the, I think that's where the whole comparison with the LeBrons, the Jordans, the Kareems, you know what I'm saying? Like they went they went to they went to strengths and I saying that LeBron didn't go to strengths. We could we could say that possibly that was the whole thing with coaching. Cause it's a lot of stuff you did without having a top tier coach. It, which, which lets me once again further my argument. My nigga is he won three rings as a player coach GM. I ain't never seen nobody do this. Once again, like a player coach GM, my nigga won three rings. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, uh, and, and to me, that's that's amazing to me. Like. Nigga came in and said, I need this person and this person. That's what a GM does. A GM gets there and says, I'm going to build this team. Around, around the players. And he came in and built the team around him. And then said, I don't really like, give me a coach that's going to let me do what I do. Like I said, that might be his oh, only flaw. Yeah. But what, what, what we look at as a flaw by others is almost admiration by me. Yeah. Because cause I know you can juggle mediocre things and, and drop the ball. Yeah. If you're juggling being a player, a general manager, and a coach, and still getting having success in the process, and it, 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 I, I will I will let it slide that you didn't try to beast on a nigga at the end of a game, and you just made the right play because that's what you've been doing your whole life. Yeah. Now, now you was trying to be a GM, so that right play was a pass in the corner to your best three point shooter, which was Danielle Marshall. <laughs> you know, that was in the early year. Like, yeah. like you should have been a better GM because you did everything right, coaching. You did everything right, playing, but your GM, your GM skills was to kick it to Larry Hughes. <laughs> so, I think, so it's like, <laughs> so, but do you see so, what I'm saying? Like, no, hold on. Real, what I'm real, saying. Real, real quick, but I'm do, saying. Do, you the, do you see the progression of LeBron to GM? Do you see I'm, we go from Daniel Marshall to Larry Hughes to Ray Allen to Mike Miller to Ray Allen to Carrier? Yeah, uh, not Carrier, it's, but it's wrong. I'm saying like. Again, I'm not negating the greatness of an all-around player. You know, that's where I'm put. That's why I put him number that's one. So, that's so I'm just you made your yeah. reason for Jordan. Yeah. I'm just letting you know that's why that I dude. Res- I, really res- like do I respect that. We probably, honestly, we probably will never see this type of greatness the way this league and the way things going ever again, bro. Like, 
Yeah, they, I, they, I don't, don't want to believe it. I, I, don't want, I don't want to, but it's like, bro, they the way they doing, the way this, this shit is going from, yeah. actually this. Um, looking at what happened with, what's the brother that had, James Wiseman. Look at what yeah. happened. Looking at yeah. what happened with him from Memphis. Shout out to Memphis. Love my city. What happened with him? And then what the the new the uh the new uh college player where well, they was about to go to college, but they took the G League. Jalen Jalen Green, I believe. Jalen Green did it. Like, how do you first how do you feel about it? It might be his name, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's Green. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I feel like the NCAA fucked themselves, like, royally. Oh, I love it. I mean... I do, too. I do, to, too. To, to even go back to revisit uh, LeBron, uh, that that point again, his speaking out on those issues yeah. put him up there to me. He said when it first happened, like, there's, if the G League start paying players, these top guys need to go. There's no reason for you to stay. There's no reason. You're not there to get an education from that institution. And that institution is not there to give you an education. They are there for you to get motherfuckers to come to the stands, to get into March Madness, to get the Guapo, to be straight. So I'm like, I'm like, go. I'm like, I... I don't fuck with, I, I, I've i always had a weird feeling about the NCAA. Do I got lots of fond memories of watching March Madness in the tournament? Hell yeah, when I started watching Hoover, I'm a Tiger fan, Memphis Tigers, you know, the University of Memphis, Memphis State, whatever you want to call it, Penny Hardaway. That drew me in, but it was that hometown feel. When it got real corporate, and I, I got, you know, 08 hurt, 08 hurt, you know what I'm saying? 08 hurt. I watched some highlights the other day, you know. Like, I'm like, I don't fuck you don't foul these motherfuckers. It was just so much, but it, I spoke it. And so I guess it didn't hit me as hard. It, it hit me harder than I thought. But I said that was gonna be the downfall with Calipari. And I and everybody knew my thoughts on Calipari. I thought he couldn't coach. I still don't think he can coach. And there's people that I respect that say he can. So that's why uh when you said the contemporaries, his peers say, like, I get all that, but it's been because I respect as coaches, basketball minds who say, who who, who played for Calipari, you know what I'm saying? That said, that vouched for this man. All I know is everything I saw, everything I spoke, I saw and it happened, you know what I'm saying? And it all came down to him not being that nigga in yeah. that moment. So those are like, if he would have been that nigga in that moment, he would have had another word for me. Yeah. But like, and of course, if Chalmers bricks that three, then, then we're not even talking about it. But the, thing, the fact that it all happened lets me further know it shouldn't even been in that situation the first time. We'll hit the free throws when they matter. No, nah, my nigga. I need you to recruit. You're a great recruiter. I need you to find walk-ons. You know what I'm saying? I need you to find two or three walk-ons that shoot 85% from the free throw line. Like, those niggas exist. Go find them. Like, but I'm saying, with, like, that's part of the being a great coach to me. You know what I mean? You know uh, you got that's, that's, that's what I was gonna piggyback on too with uh, LeBron. Go ahead. Go ahead. Him being, I agree, he's a great GM. He also sees like magic because he can recall a playback from three years ago. Yeah. To the yeah. So the only the only thing with that is sometimes you need somebody outside of yourself to lay right. that to you. You're right. You're right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I say, 
But I, but I love, like I said, I love the combo. Matter of fact, you are, this probably this was gonna be the first topic on, uh, you know, what I'm saying the sports real podcast. <laughs> I was gonna do because uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. It's the biggest. It's the biggest topic, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and and it's interesting to me because I know how I see it, you know. And like I was telling somebody the other day about a Kobe fan. I'm like Kobe fans are the only one to ever put him number one on their list. Yeah. No, excuse me, like ever put him number one or number two on their list. On no. the greatest of all time. It's only Kobe fans. No. And, and 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 that's why when you put Kobe number two, I was like, huh, that's crazy. I kinda yeah. say, I kinda say one, one lowercase A because it's like yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like he 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 mimicked his game so much about the mic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, but not even his game, his life. You know, after, after hearing about Michael Jordan not kicking it with the t- players on his team because they doing yeah. drugs, I mean that's Kobe life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Feeling inadequate, feeling left out, feeling alone, where your only friend is uh, the drive for greatness. So those are two very similar personalities. You know what I mean? And I didn't really aesthetically the way they play ball. I I like watching LeBron more and Magic more. I'm a LeBron. I'm a sharer type nigga. I'm a nigga who like. If I can visibly elevate my teammates, now, I, I I don't see practice. I don't see you firing on Steve Kerr. I don't see you talking bad to Ron Harper. Yeah. But I see you on the flow, man, making Eric Snow. Great. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Making Eric Snow an uh, NBA Finals point guard, an uh, NBA Finals starting point guard, Eric Snow. I'm going to say two niggas do that, Allen Iverson and LeBron James. And I and I, I, I know AI, there will be up in that conversation, which I don't know why. But I know how you feel right. about AI. But to I, me, I mean, like AI, he didn't, he didn't like, do it consistently. That was his thing. He didn't keep taking Philadelphia teams to he couldn't. the finals and finals. It's only it's all, you can't shoot the ball a thousand times. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker, you need a shooting guard. I mean, a small forward, a center. They need the ball too. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah, yeah. gotta practice, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Practice. I mean, even if you just coming now that I understand, I definitely get now that I'm older yeah. to practice ball. You know what I'm saying? After playing 2K and like, you know, after 2K, every time you do my player, every time you get through the game, they were like, you got to go to practice. But I think I've been skipping the shit out there practice, but the last couple of like, man, I'm straight. I'm straight. Practice. But yeah. at the end of the day, you got to, sometimes you just go and just be like, what's up, y'all? Don't get these little shots up. I see you, Rook. All right. You put you play the game. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear the story though? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I, I'm a senior. Yeah, see me that jump, see me that jump, man. It's funny because you don't want to keep up. How long we been going? I heard some beat. We gotta get I, them off. I ain't. I'm not tripping. We doing though, man. Here we go. Let's see. But uh, man, good good combos, man. But yeah, uh, I know you probably got you know what I'm saying situations and stuff to do with. Yeah, I just got a couple of text messages came through. Uh, but man, I want to say, man, shout out to you for having me on. Uh, uh, love the format. Uh, definitely, definitely, you pushing me forward. You know what I'm saying to get better and to take my my shit to it. All this shit is happening to elevate a nigga, which is what we started off talking about in the first place. Progression and evolution and being uh, better than you were uh, a minute ago. Like I'm, I'm I, I, I like the I feel like LeBron, what you saying, you know what I'm saying, in the sense of shit. It's certain things I've been saying since I was in high school, where like now it's only taking it's only taking the people around me to another level, a higher height. I feel right. Like, I feel like Jordan at times where I'm like, 
Hey man, some some of these niggas I might have a chin chip just, just for the fuck of it. You know, right. Get up in right. like hey bro, I whatever heat I gotta take after that, bro. I'm not I'm not mad about that shit. But at the end of the fucking game, give me the ball, I shoot that shit. Well I miss up miss on. Bitch, we lose, we lose. We win, we win, bro. Like I wanna win at all costs. I wanna win. And I wanna see I wanna see the celebration again, like, hey bro. We've been doing this shit. This shit for two months, but it's not the win. Yes, sir. For each all this. Yeah. yeah, niggas can't. Niggas tapping out on twenty twenty already. I'm like, this motherfucker ain't done yet. Nah, it ain't. Hell no. Nah. Right. This first quarter been rough. Man, this all across the ride, motherfucker. We definitely, we definitely started off the game four for nineteen. We have started oh, off four for nineteen and so. Boy. You know what I'm saying? First quarter score, man, like. And then our defense ain't really been on point either. Our defense ain't been on point either. So we gave up about 37 in the first <laughs> quarter. And we are scored about 15. We down about 22. Oh, man. We down about 22, yeah. man. Second quarter, second quarter just crank it up, nigga. And I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm going to make a lot of good decisions and find the open man. I'm about finding the open man. Shout out to the niggas. Find the, find, shout out to the niggas who like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to shoot this shit on four niggas because y'all niggas slow. <laughs> like that's the difference in mentality. Enjoy, enjoy the COVID. Like y'all niggas slow. I'm gonna shoot this shit on three niggas. LeBron, like fuck no. I did my work off season. One of you niggas gonna hit this shot once I draw this triple take. One of you niggas gonna hit this shot. Either way it go, make the right play and make sure the bucket go in. That's what it's about. <laughs> like not wasting the possession is the key. If we get fouled. You know what I'm saying? If we, if we go to the free throw line, knock down two, we hit a, a fadeaway three from the corner out of bounds, and we find a man on the back door cut, and we get the assist. Let's not waste the possession, man. That's real, bro. Hey, man, shout out to you again, bro. Um, Appreciate you, dog. You're the first one I got a chance to do a video with. That's dope. Yeah, like I said, I like – I, I I ain't no podcast or anything, but if I can be part of history, let me – I want to do shit that ain't never been done before. <laughs> this shit ain't never been done before, so – Hashtag bars. I apologize if my shorts were too tight a couple times. I adjusted. I wasn't trying to get no camera. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. For anybody who watching, for the for the ladies who tuned in and couldn't take their eyes off me, much love to you. For the niggas who looked away for for forty five minutes to an hour, I appreciate you too. Man, get off my goddamn. <laughs> I'm a comedian. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. I appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Peace, man. Peace.